Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Asha Piper, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, and uh, we have a great a story for you guys today. Today we are going to be meeting and hearing the story of Asha Piper. Asha uh, composes singular fusion of adult contemporary pop encompassing jazz harmony, smoldering vocals, and adventurous uh, 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 musical textures. Um, I kind of put her in the sort of album adult alternative sort of category if you had to categorize it for some reason. Um, but uh, it's really great music. We're going to play the song Voices a little bit later on, which is just, it's infectious. You're going to walk away from hearing the song just humming the refrain and singing the refrain over and over. It's just one of those great songs like that. Uh, anyways, you are listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, check back often for new uh, interviews. Uh, our music podcasts, which are becoming wildly popular, we go live now on Monday nights. Uh, myself with uh, Lily v- Lily V Six of Rock Rage Radio, we pick a crazy topic, we mix it up with you guys live on Facebook. Uh, we play a lot of great music um, that uh, you know. So funny because last week we did it, and I had people like going like, "You renewed, you renewed my faith in rock and roll." I'm like, "That's what we're here for." Um, so it's great to hear stuff like that. But you guys want to check it out. You can get all the information at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. So check that out. Um, And so let's go ahead without any uh, more delay here. Let's meet Asha. Asha Piper, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to be here. Great. Okay, Asha, first of all, where are you uh, calling in from? I'm calling in from Toronto. Okay. Yeah. All right. And have you lived there your whole life or are you from there originally? Uh, no, I moved here about five years ago. I grew up in Alberta, okay. in Calgary, Edmonton. Yeah. Oh, so you are, but you are from the Great White North. You are from uh, yeah, Canada. Yeah, I was born and raised in this very cold landscape. <laughs> I've yet to acclimate to winter. It's supposed to kick in at some point, but no. I <laughs> still haven't got acclimated to it. Um, no. I, I, uh, I have a good friend, um, and uh, I, who's a, uh, actually I've interviewed several Canadian um Artist, there's a guy uh, maybe you know up from 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 Canada who's uh, made a little bit of a splash. His name's um, uh, Ed Roman. Do you know Ed Roman? Ah, uh, no. I you, I'll hook you up with him. You love him. He's a great, awesome. yeah, he's a really great songwriter. I think you guys would, would have a great rapport. Anyways, sorry, audience. Uh, uh, Asha and I are just talking. Just, you know, just, you know, just relax. It, it's all going to be good. Um, so tell us, you, you grew up in Alberta. And yeah. uh, so tell us about uh, the, the beginnings. Like, you're obviously like an, this amazing uh, singer-songwriter. Um, and you have this great style. So, but, and, and obviously you're very passionate about what you're doing. So, you know, that isn't just a passing interest in music. That isn't just like, oh, I sing it karaoke on Tuesday nights. This is like something you're really doing. So how and how did it come about that you got bit by the music? Yeah, bug? yeah. Um, it's a bit interesting because my family isn't especially musical. Okay. Um, 
my so my my mom moved to Canada from Kenya. My dad was is a first generation. His parents moved here from Holland after the war. Okay, great. So they're both like you know I don't know if, um, for other like first second generation immigrants. I think you know the focus in your family is really on getting a nice, good, <laughs> uh, stable job. <laughs> okay. Um, my dad personally doesn't really like music. He finds it very aggravating, so he'll turn it off. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I uh, I did piano lessons um, and then kind of went into vocal lessons, did some violin, some guitar and stuff when I was growing up, just sort of recreationally. And I, also, I had a real passion for theater, actually. And through theater, I got into musical theater, uh, which just got me more into music. But I didn't really get bit until I think like most people, you kind of hit your teens mm. and music becomes sort of an identity for you. Um, and then when it was time for me to go to university, I just, I kind of really freaked out. I had this massive panic attack over, you know, oh, I have to pick this degree and figure out my life at, you know, 17. And I wound up taking a year off and just working, moving out. And uh, that freaked out my mom enough to <laughs> allow me, <laughs> my uncle had suggested this music program um, at Grant McEwen in Edmonton and suggested that I audition, which I did. And I was entered into the program. And I think for my, my mom was just kind of like, okay, well, she's in school. That's the first step. Next step, we'll, she'll switch her major, maybe go into law <laughs> and everything will be fine. Uh, yeah. She'll, <laughs> she'll settle, awesome. she'll settle down and, you know, yeah. find a nice <laughs> job. Yeah. God. Exactly. Respectable, yeah. Yeah, she's still waiting on that, so sorry, Mom. <laughs> um, but I did the program, and then they had a, a satellite school in Nova Scotia, so I went there to complete my degree uh, as a, as a uh, jazz major. Uh, so I did that, and then I, I took a couple years off from music specifically because it's scary. <laughs> You're yeah. like, I don't want to be poor my whole life I, I, because I don't come from uh, like a family that is iterated into the arts or really knows anything about the the entertainment industry or arts industry at all is really terrifying because I was doing it on my own. So I did an internship at uh, Universal Music in New York, and then I was hired at Universal Canada in Toronto. So I did that for about a year. And then what did I you do? Stop for just a second. What did you sure. do at the internship, and then how did? What was this job that you got at Universal in Canada? Was it singing? Yeah. What were you doing? I'm a little confused. Uh, no, 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 no. It was it, like it was <clears throat> just any like a corporate gig. Okay. So the internship was really great. I did a lot of. I mean, it's it's intern pay, so it's not exactly reflective of what an entry lo uh, entry level job would be. Okay. Uh, it was like a lot of research. Um, Harry Wanger was sort of my, the head of my uh, um, the what's the word um, that the section that I worked in. So it was okay. mostly like Motown jazz. Mm. I did a lot of like recon stuff for um, for compilation remakes and things like that, which it was so awesome. I basically got a nerd out in their vaults and go through a bunch of old impulses. Wow, sounds like a dream job, yeah, <laughs> especially was, for you with your the, like the interests that you have. You know, got yeah. It, it was definitely that was a highlight, and then it kind of um, yeah, it was less interesting the stuff that I did at Universal, but. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, whatever. It's like, what can you do? You have to work your way up. Right, and it's yeah. a big company. So, you know, like any big corporation, they have, you know, it's it's corporate. It's corporate work. The There's not really that much creativity. So I, I worked as a, what was my job title? Strategic, strategic marketing assistant. Mm. So I basically like ran reports and did whatever uh, my bosses who ran mostly like compilations, uh, classics and jazz, which in Canada is 
very small, <laughs> very okay. small sector. Um, and yeah, so like lots of reports and scheduling and booking trips and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and then I was just, I was just really unhappy. Uh, the workplace was great, but it was just really, it just didn't, wasn't creative enough for me. Yeah. So I took another year off and just kind of was trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. And, you know, over the, the that period of time, I did a lot of jazz gigs and um, I had like a jazz duo and just did, just did that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I began work on what I thought was going to be the first EP and did that for, I think, over the course of a year or so. And I just, just still didn't really feel like I'd found my voice as an artist, although I was really developing my writing skills. And then... Um, in 2015, I participated in a program run by uh, Coalition Music, which is an artist entrepreneur. And there, it really helped me kind of cement my focus on uh, my writing style, what exactly I wanted to do as a project. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, I started working on uh, this first EP, including um, the songs that I sent and voices. Okay, so let's take a little step back because um, you obviously love jazz. Yeah. So um, let's talk about that, you know, because um, I have uh, had a few uh, uh, jazz uh, artists on here, including I, I interviewed Larry Coriel, uh, who is a really well-known uh, jazz guitarist, um, mm -hmm. you know, who kind of came to prominence in the 70s. Um, and so tell us about your passion for jazz. Why jazz? Yeah. Man, jazz is just, it's it's so rebellious. Like the roots of jazz are all about kind of like creating your own sound, whatever you are, you're sort of feeling in the moment. And mm -hmm. I love the immediacy of it. You know, like when I, like you're in high school, you kind of, I think everybody kind of rebels a little bit. And right. there's just something so huh, um, raw and immediate about it. I love that. I mean, it's, there's, you have to really know your stuff. Like I, I, I'm a bit of an academic. I love, I just love swallowing as much knowledge as I can. So mm. being able to kind of nerd out in harmony and <laughs> that stuff on my own is really fun. And then the fact that to me, jazz is all about, it's just about reacting in the moment as you're on stage and really communicating with the, your band members and in reinterpreting your music in as many different ways as you can yeah. never sing something or never playing something in the same way and just kind of being true to yourself in the moment. That really, really speaks to me. For, for, okay. So, 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 so far what I'm kind of gathering from your story is that being true to yourself and being your own person is really important to you. Um, you're, you're sort of taking a different path from your parents. You already said that your dad really <laughs> doesn't like music at all. Um, and not only did you do that, and when you got into music, it's not like you, you know, are like out there trying to be, you know, uh, uh, Linda Perry or something like, not Linda Perry, uh, Katy Perry, Linda Perry. Yeah. It's showing my age now. Katy Perry or somebody like that. You are, you know, like, you. and the reason you say you like jazz is because it's rebellious. So I'm seeing this sort of theme of your life of like, I want to take the road less traveled. You know, that's great that everybody's going over here and doing this, but I think I'm going to go over here and do this. Do you feel like your music quest, along with your uh, love of jazz, is part of you sort of carving out and trying to discover who you really are as a person? Yeah, I think we all, you know, kind of struggle or strive to live as our most genuine selves. Hmm. And I think that for myself, I, you know, I, I, I love music of all genres. I listen to pretty much anything that strikes me, strikes me. Right. Uh, but I just found for my own creative process, you know, writing distinctly in, in the, 
the pop sort of top 40 radio world just didn't speak to me. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really had to explore what that means. And I mean, I, you know, as an artist, it, it's, you always do have to strike a balance between the palatable and sort of what you're, what you're creating. But it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I have a really, I'm not, I'm, I'm a horrible liar. That <laughs> <laughs> pretender. So I don't, I think it's less of a choice and more, it's just, that's just kind of how I am as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and play uh, the track Voices, the latest single here, uh, because um, some of some of my audience might be getting nervous because we keep talking about jazz. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because what, what uh, Asha creates, guys, is it really, it does have that element to it, but it is more. There's more going on with this, and I think you're really going to love this. Like, I, I promised you guys this is a a really great tune and it's super catchy so check this guys check this out guys this is voices by asha piper on the ludini rock and roll circus looking back now it's over and done took a chance just wound up running out of time and love so much easier living inside these lies so much easier Living inside these lies Then the sound of our voices Break through the dawn Oh, questions Hanging on to Broken vows We forget how Started a spark We let it burn out So much easier Living inside so much easier living inside these lies. Do you put up an act the way you did before? Could pretend that I
Okay, uh, that is a really great tune. Um, I, you know, the refrain gets, uh, you know, just kind of da 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 da. That's like stuck, you know. And I mean, yeah. that gets into the brain. You know, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, talk talk a little bit about the the your sort of writing process, and then we're going to get into the creation of the EP and the videos and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm also really inspired, like, as I mentioned, my background, I had a background in theater, which meant that I listened to a lot of, you know, uh, like Broadway and musicals, which got me deeper into classical music and just um, instrumental composers. So um, I'm, I'm really obsessed with like um, repetitive motifs, especially in classical music and like layering for texture. Mm -hmm. So uh, voices, the writing process for voices, um, was actually it was, it was really simple. I think that I wrote the entire song in oh my god ten minutes oh. at three a.m. It just kind of flowed out. Um, but typically, what happens is I write kind of ten versions or twenty versions of the song, and as I refine the writing process, the 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 concept of the song sort of clarifies itself. Okay. And then when I actually sit down to write it, it just kind of comes. What start? What starts it? Do you start with like a lyrical idea or a melodic? Because you said you like melodic motifs, so I'm assuming you start yeah. with music. But is is that how you start? What do you start with? Uh, uh I start with mood. Typically. Mood. Okay. Yeah. So if um, voices for me it kind of feels like a chant, like a just like re-internalizing mm. the same sort of feeling. Yeah. And so I think I start with that. I usually actually start with the first verse. Weirdly enough, like I, I write very. Um, Linearly, <laughs> yeah, in a linear fashion, because it it sort of develops the narrative as yeah, I'm writing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for voices, it was literally like I started with the looking back. Now it's over and done, and then realized how I wanted to that the song sort of just fell into that structure. Uh, okay. I and I knew I wanted to be very cinematic. I wanted it to have you know, the build be based off, because harmonically it's very simple and very repetitive. Mm -hmm. So I wanted the build to be through, you know, uh, texture and instrumentation, and then just be held down by that simple uh, musical line. Uh, so so you have uh, the, 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 e is the, e the EP is is out. It is, it's done, right? It is not out. Not it out, okay. Out. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Uh, we, uh, we're, we're just finishing it up, actually, okay, this great. Month. Okay, so let's so before okay, so the only reason I was asking is I want to get to who did you work with on this because you collaborated with some people on this. Yeah, so uh, the process essentially is I sit down and I write and I figure out mostly how I want the instrumentation to be. Um, I'm working with my uh, sort of musical director. His name's Greg Gooding. Who uh, he has his own jazz label called G3. And uh, I met him actually through an ex professor of mine from Saint Effex. Um, who was has sort of functioned as a, a really great mentor. He's a you know multi instrumentalist composer, heavy jazz guy. Mm -hmm. and he introduced me to Greg, and we just sort of initially I was just looking for some help with grant writing actually, and then as I you know, we got further into discussion, I started talking about the project that I was trying to do, and so he's been really my go to where I can bounce musical ideas off of him and structural stuff, 
And then once I have the tune done, I will do a scratch demo on my computer. So I'll, you know, kind of arrange all the parts that I want and uh, through Logic mainly is what I work through on my keyboard. Figure out all the arrangements, the vocal arrangements that do up a chart. And then um, I've been mainly working with a pianist, Stacey McGregor, who's a jazz pianist. And we go over the chart and sort of discuss any changes, any structural things. Then it's very old school the way that we do it. Then we'll meet with the band. We have a rehearsal. We go through the chart, play everything through. Yes, it sounds like the 50s. Yeah. 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 And then um, I'm, I'm all about, uh, I really love space, like yeah. the hearing the sound of the recording space. Yeah. Uh, so we will record usually the rhythm section, which is typically, you know, drums, bass, piano, and then I'll do a ghost vocal. We'll go through until we get a cut that we like. There's very, very little comping mostly. It's pretty much straight through and then go through and any little bits that we need to refine or edit, we do that. And then for voices, for example, because we had the, the string parts, we actually, uh, I worked with a um, violinist and arranger named Tanya Charles and uh, gave her sort of my <laughs> poorly arranged string parts and then she refined it and made it to the beautiful music that you heard. Right. And we had them, we recorded it in the basement of uh, um, uh, Marty Smith, who is a, a sound engineer and he works out of this uh, church basement in Forest Grove, which is like northern the north part of Toronto. Okay. So far. I live downtown, so anything like ugh, more than five blocks, I can't. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> okay. We had uh, we assembled um, the the entire string ensemble uh -huh. and just recorded uh -huh. it. He's got this great, beautiful space in the ba basement, wow. and just mic'd everything up, recorded it live, and yeah. It's was... uh, sounded great. Uh, you you uh you have uh. Uh, some videos as well. Can you talk yeah. talk a little bit about the uh, the the video process and this? Because video, as we all learned, and you're very young, so you probably don't not know if you remember this or not. But when when MTV came on, like all of a sudden, your our singers, our favorite singers and bands, had to also be pretty good actors. You know, you know, yeah. it was the like it was a huge thing. Like if and there was a lot of bands from the '70s that just <laughs> they could not cut it in the '80s. They just did not have that whatever. Or they needed they did not look good on camera or whatever but you yeah. definitely have and it seems like today's artists have found more ways no matter what their look or sound is to kind of communicate video so talk a little bit about the the video process for you because you have a couple of good ones yeah oh thank you so much um yeah i mean i think i think in general our video language or aesthetic language is a lot stronger and more in depth than you know the generations previous just because we all have cameras on our phone and everything everything is so documented and everything has become so visual yeah, because it makes sense integral, yeah integral part um and because i did have a background in um in theater and acting theater. Mm. i'm pretty comfortable in front of the camera yeah um, and i love being involved in the visual process it typically starts with uh you know i know some videographers so i'll reach out to them and kind of discuss concepts send them the song and i i like to work very organically so if i if I trust my gut. If it feels good and, you know, the conversation flows easily and um, we seem to kind of have, be having a nice um, symbiotic relationship, mm -hmm. then we go ahead. So for history, uh, I had a videographer that I knew from when I was working on the first e EP that I dumped. <laughs> and um, uh, I reached out to him asking if he had anybody in town that he'd like to recommend. and. Uh, turned out that he was actually going to be in town around the time we wanted to shoot, so we discussed concepts. We actually shot the video at my aunt's house in Alora, so 
my family is awesome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> over her house for a weekend, yeah. and all of the the kind of background that you see um, is is just that it's just their place. It's, Crazy yeah, it, it, it came out great. Um, uh, so, something I kind of want to reach out to you about or, or, uh, or kind of bring up is um, because you have such a passion for jazz, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do you think or I, I'm not even saying that it's even conscious. So maybe it's a subconscious thing because there have been some bands over the years like Steely Dan and Toto and some of these acts that have really kind of like snuck in. (laughs) Niall Rogers talks about doing this uh, on a lot of the records he's produced as well, sneaking in sort of jazz things into pop. You know what I mean? I think that the artist, the South African artist Sade kind of does that. And uh, is that sort of like on your mind? You kind of feel like uh, you want to revolutionize this thing a little wee bit? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe kind of, I just, I, I really miss, I feel like there's, there's sonically, the music has just become so linear. So like chord changes don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're hearing the same sound essentially mm-hmm. for you know, three and a half minutes. Um, like the melodic structure is really beautiful. And I love the kind of rhythms that we're hearing a lot more in, in, in mainstream music. Yeah. But I just, I just miss I just miss like really good songwriting, you know, hearing a, a really strong structure of a song. And the thing for me about jazz and um, you know having that harmonic foundation is that it just colors the melody so beautifully, and, and I think really brings out more of the, the quality of it. And it's to me, jazz is it's so cross genre. You can have influences from you know traditional tribal music from all over the world, different textures and instrumental sounds, different rhythmic things. I love swing. I hate I hate singing straight. It's just to me, it just lacks so much emotion mm. and pull. So those are elements that um, I definitely pull in when I'm creating music or, or when I'm singing, and definitely live. You know that aspect again of improvisation and reacting in the moment and kind of allowing that that emotional freedom when you're reinterpreting the music is really important but I don't know I, I don't know I feel like everything is so kind of crossed and muddled now there's not like a clear delineation mostly when people think jazz they think like jazz standards right I think um, you know maybe like Latin jazz or, mm. or that's tight but I think that's too tight to me like you know, all of the, the great jazz, Nina Simone is probably my biggest influence. And she doesn't really do straight ahead jazz. And even when she does standards, I mean, she's a, like a classically trained pianist. So you can hear that reflected in the, the way that she builds her um, her playing. Uh, she has, I wouldn't say like she's not, she's definitely not like the best singer, but she's got such a, a quality to her tone and voice and such a, a raw depth yeah. that just everything that she Every sound that she makes is so, it just draws you in. Yeah. And I think that that combination between, you know, kind of a technical depth and that that realness, that, that you know, it's, it's music, man. It's like, it's all about feelings <laughs> and stuff. So it's, as long as I think that message is coming through, then uh, to me, it doesn't really matter if it's jazz or if it's more pop influenced or if it's, you know, classical, whatever. It's, it's music. Gotcha. It's, yeah. Now, now is the time on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus where you get to plug all your stuff. So tell everybody uh, where they can find you, what's coming up, all that good stuff. Yes. Uh, 
Okay, so I've released uh, two singles from the upcoming EP, History and Voices, which are available for purchase on iTunes, uh, available to stream on Spotify. Uh, the videos themselves are on Vimeo and on YouTube, and if you just Google Asha Piper, all my stuff comes up. Um, you can... Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the EP. <laughs> the whole point of that. <laughs> so you can view that. I will be posting a, an interview that um, I did uh, about the Voices video, the creation behind the Voices video, as well as a live studio session of history in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I will also be releasing a new single that is not on the EP, but it was a collaboration with uh, pop producer Rob Wells. Uh, we will be doing a video for that, so you can look forward to that in February leading up to the EP's release. The EP will be coming out April 6th, so um, it will be digital only at the moment, but we will be doing a promotional vinyl release. So if you uh, just follow me on Facebook, Asha Piper, Twitter, Asha Piper, Instagram, Asha Piper, P-I-E-P-E-R, uh, you will get all the updates. Um, Excellent. All right, cool. So that's how you, how everybody keeps up with Asha and everything's going on. Asha, do you have a? I'm going to finish out the podcast. You got a minute to hang out? I need to do a little business with you when we're done here. Totally, totally. Awesome. All right, guys. Asha, Asha Piper, and let me go ahead and give you that. Uh, spell it all out for you. It is A S H A P i e p e r dot com and from there you can <clears throat> check out the videos and jump off to all the social media stuff and everything ashapiper.com check her out uh beautiful song voices uh, it was just you know, I, I put that on uh, to listen to it to prepare for the podcast. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, I, I let's play that again. I want to hear that again. So uh, it was just kind of one of those addictive tracks, which I, I love when that happens. Uh, for an old rock and roller to say stuff like that, you know, it has to be great stuff. So check that out, uh, AshaPiper.com. Guys, you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Check us out. We are again. We are just like Asha. We are everywhere on all the socials, uh, Instagram. <clears throat> You can find us at Instagram at Ludini, uh, Ludini at Lou Lombardi Music, um, and on Facebook. Uh, just you can just follow me, Lou Lombardi. You can also just find us Ludini Rock and Roll Circus on Facebook, Twitter as well. Um, also, guys, uh, the podcast shows up on all the social media channels. As I was saying, please share it. See, when you share the podcast, it's not about promoting the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. It's about promoting these amazing artists like Asha Piper. So, so you listen to somebody like Asha, and you go, like, "Wow, that really spoke to me." Like. You know, I, you know, I love her story. I love the music. Let's help her out. Let's, you know, let's get the music out to as many people as can. Because if you love it, your friends are probably going to love it. Other people that you know, they're friends. So it helps to get the word out and helps to promote. So this is something you can do. People say, well, what can I do? This is a simple thing. Just hit that share button when you see it. We, it's on. I, we're on iTunes. Actually, we're number one uh, music podcast on iTunes. We're easy to find. So please subscribe to the podcast. Share it around and let everybody know about it. Um, <clears throat> if you are interested interested in delving a little deeper into the whole rock and roll process you want to know more about uh, my songwriting process my album production uh, stuff that I do my guitar playing my singing my songwriting uh, you want to participate in that help me design my uh, new album cover things like that you can go to lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle you can join my inner circle right there you get a lot of uh, goodies a lot of behind the scenes stuff some podcast outtakes and everything that aren't available to the general public so just check that out at lulombardimusic.com 
LombardiMusic.com backslash inner circle. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, thanks to Asha Piper for being here and sharing the, her amazing story and the amazing music. And guys, I want to keep you keep something uh, in, in mind here as we part for today. Uh, it doesn't matter, guys. If you love Nina Simone or Asha Piper or uh, pop music or metal or you're living in the great white north or you're living at the equator, it doesn't matter. No matter who you are, where you go, just keep this in mind, my friend. You, yes, you are the revolution. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. We'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.